Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Awesome. Um, Super excited about this moment. So thankful, pastors. Thank you so much. Always an honor. Um, This might have just been for me, but I thought I'd share it. As we were worshiping in there, I felt like God reminded me, just like... um, if you go to practice, if you're ever on a sports team, or even honestly getting ready for work, you only get as much out of it as you come prepared to put into it. Yep. And we have this moment every single week where we get to go in there and worship. Yep. We get to go in there and pray. And we get to go in there and just like hear from heaven and listen to God. Yep. And I just want to say, like, we get as much out of that as we go in there expecting yeah, right. it. And so even in this moment, I'm reminding my heart, you know, as I go in there to worship, I don't want it to be on autopilot. I don't want it yeah. to be a going through the motions. I'm coming in there hungry desperate, ready to receive something. I'm ready to take notes. I'm ready. Even during the stories, I'm not just checking a box of, wow, that's really nice that God's doing something in our church. No, no, no. God is doing something in people's lives and in people's hearts. That's been me and that's been you where God has entered into our story and changed everything. And so we're going to lean in and get as much out of these moments as we can. So make sure you're ready to share it with somebody today. So yes, I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to sharing this morning. Something that I want to talk about today is actually just a piece of our heart a piece of our culture as, a, as our church. And it actually comes from a message our pastor shared a while ago. Um, and I just wanted to revisit it again today. God's been using it in my story and in my heart lately. Um, so it's from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8. No, 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 chapter 8, verse 4. Yes, got it. Ready. Reverse, reverse. Um, so a little context here. Paul is talking about the churches in Macedonia um, in this particular verse. And um, what's happening is, is he's talking about a lot of different churches, so that's a lot of different people that he's referencing. But he's talking about the churches in Macedonia to the people, to the Corinthians. Okay, so chapter 8, verse 4 says, They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. And so um, what was happening right here that I think is pretty fascinating is Jerusalem was actually going through like a massive moment in this time. Like they they were like enduring like a huge financial hardship. And I think that would be like putting it lightly. It was like just what they were walking through was like massive and a lot going on. They were being persecuted. It was just not good. And so Paul had been going around um, to the churches he had been raising uh, because he wanted to take on and receive like a huge offering to bless those people in Jerusalem. So he's talking about Macedonia and he's saying they begged and begged for the privilege to be a part. And I think that's really powerful. And this is what I want to highlight in the culture of our church. This is who we are. This is the heart of our serve team. For every person who's a leader, for every person on our staff, for every person who calls this church home, this is our heart. We beg for the privilege to be a part of what God is doing. This is the spirit of our church family. And so I think it's pretty uh, amazing to see, too, that um, what's happening here is uh, in Macedonia, in this particular time, um, as they were begging for the privilege to be a part, things weren't perfect for them right now. They were also going through a really hard time. Like they also were enduring financial hardship. They also were being persecuted. And here they are begging for the privilege to be a part of what God was doing. And they wanted to participate in that. Um, and I think that's to our spirit, man. You can't keep us away from this. This is, this is what we're called to be a part of. We're hungry to be in the room. We're hungry to serve. We're first to say yes. And you're going to have to like lock me up to keep me from it. Because this is where I'm supposed to be and this is what I'm supposed to be a part of. So how many times do I think we get this in reverse though? You know, as leaders, we're begging people. Wow. 
And that's just not the church we're building. That's not the church we're raising. We're raising a culture of leaders who are, who are begging to be a part. And that comes from you and I. And that's, the, that's, the kind of, that's what we're paving. That's the trail we're blazing, is we're raising up an entire culture of leaders in this church that are begging to be a part. And we don't want to get that in reverse. And so um, I just think that's, that's something that I want to highlight and lean into through this one verse. And I think that's so awesome, right, how God does that. Um, but I think... Uh, talking about Macedonia again and how it wasn't easy for them, you know, because they were going through so much as well. And I think something that God was just speaking to me and recognizing that is, man, we really have to get our hearts right. Yes. Because I think like in our today's terms with Macedonia going what they were going through and still choosing and begging to be a part, I think what, what that would sound like in our terms, what would have been really easy for Macedonia to say is like, we just need some me time. We just need some self-care right now. We don't really have much left to give. What we, what we have right now, we really need to keep for us because we're barely hanging on. And I think in our culture, we see that a lot. How many times do we get stuck by our schedule? We feel like we've got too much going on to be a part. How many times do we get locked up because we just didn't have an awesome day? How many times do we look at our own you know, resources or finances and think there's not enough there? There's no way I can be a part. There's no way God can use me. But you see Macedonia, they're begging and begging to be a part. They're not looking at what they don't have. They're looking at what they have. They're looking at what they do have in their hands and what what can God do with that right now? And this is what we want to be as leaders. And God, help us get this right because we don't want to get stuck in a mindset of feeling like we don't have enough. We we don't have a leftover mindset. We have a, a, I'm ready. I'm first. I'm ready to do this. God has called me to be a part. And so I'm going to lean in. I'm going to go in. It doesn't matter what I don't have because I do have something. And God wants to use it. And so as a, as a serve team, as leaders, as staff members, as, as people who call this church home, this is our spirit. This is our heart. We're not going to get stuck thinking about what we don't have, get stuck thinking about our schedule. No, we have a church full of leaders who are like, no, 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 no. This is a privilege. This is an honor. I would not miss this. This is a privilege. And that's something deep in our spirit. That's not a box I'm checking. I'm not just saying that because it's what we say at New Heart Church. It's actually in my heart and in my spirit. This is a privilege. This is an honor. I I have to be there for this. I have to be in the room for this moment. That's That's what we want to be as leaders. Um, And something else that's interesting in this time, too, I think, is Paul, as he was writing a lot of letters, which I think is awesome. You know, just the way they communicated back then. You got to write letters. Um, I'm sure they had to be long. But anyway, um, (laughs) he was he was giving a lot of feedback at the time to these churches. Um, And and that I mean, I think he was pretty direct, like. These are things you need to stop doing. These are things you need to start doing. Um, and then I'm thinking about the Macedonians and like they're getting feedback and they're still begging to be a part. And so I think what we need to, what we need to lean into there too as leaders is like, are we are we good for that feedback? And our, or, do, or does the feedback change the temperature of our heart? And does it and does it make us take a step back and say like, ooh, the, well. It's only a privilege for me when it's a privilege to me. And that's not our heart. That's not our spirit. That's not what we do. And so it's a privilege, period. It's a privilege always. It's a privilege no matter what. And so, yeah, I welcome the feedback, and I'm going to keep going because this isn't about me anyway. What I'm a part of is bigger than me. And so, yes, if you see something that I can do better because there's a person on the other side of it, tell me now, please. And it's not going to stop me from moving forward. We can't let a trial take our honor. You can't let let a test like that take your honor. This is a privilege. This is an honor. This is what I get to be a part of. 
And that's who we are as a church. And I remember feedback for me, um, you know, there was actually a moment for me that I was really like, I feel like God opened my eyes to what feedback is. Um, In high school, I played basketball. And my senior year, you know, everybody looks forward to their senior season. It's like a big deal. And I remember feeling it was the only thing that existed in the world at that time. Um, What a nice life that was back then. (laughs) But I I remember... um, I just remember working my tail off, and I remember, just I'll tell on myself for a minute, I remember feeling like I'm the first one on the floor. I'm the last one to leave the gym, Mm -hmm. and my coach is still on me. Mm -hmm. I don't have a second to breathe because my coach is riding me, and I remember feeling, like, frustrated. I remember feeling frustrated about that because, like, I must be doing something wrong. I feel like I'm working really hard. What's the deal? And so I asked for a meeting with my coach, and I was talking to her about it, and so I was like, hey, coach, like, I can tell you're really coaching me, like, is there something I can do to help that? Like, I want to make sure that I'm actually moving forward, and, like, I can tell you're really coaching me hard, so, so I want to, I like, figure this out. And my coach was like, oh, you've got this backwards. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I've got it backwards, like, suddenly nervous. Um, she was like, well, you're actually asking me to stop coaching you. And she was like, so really this is telling me that your lens for feedback is off. Because really, if I'm coaching you, you should be thankful because it means I see potential in your life. I see potential in you as a player. She's like, if I stop coaching you, you should be worried. You should be concerned. And so that, for me, flipped my switch, and it helped me see the pride in me. It helped me see, like, how I was off. You know, oh, I'm looking at this the wrong way. If someone's willing to take the time to invest into my life, they must see potential in me. And so no longer am I going to put a stop and a lid on my life. I'm actually going to ask for it. I'm going to welcome it. I'm going to say, yes, please, thank you so much. What else can I do to get better? Because I don't ever want to stop being coached, even still. And being in this church environment when I came here in 2011, I saw this in my pastor's heart. I saw this in their spirit. And they have poured out so much. And every single time I've had a conversation where there's something I need to lean into, I'm thankful for it. It has shaped me. It has made me better. It has made my husband and I the family we want to be. It has made us the parents we want to be. It has made us the leaders we want to be. No, we don't have all the answers. So if somebody ahead of me can help me, please. I think this ends up being a stop in too many people's leadership. And our church wants to be the kind of church that says, no, 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 let's put a different banner on the word feedback. It's not about telling somebody how wrong they are. It's about seeing potential. And so as leaders, let's make sure we're the kind of leaders who welcome that. But let's also make sure we're the kind of leaders who duplicate that. We're here to help people. We're here to to see people step into their God calling. And that requires intentional conversations. That requires things that we need to lean into and get better at. And so I love seeing that here in this scripture. It didn't take the Macedonians out from being apart, even after they were receiving feedback. I think that's huge. Um, And then the other thing that I think is really interesting is they begged and begged, Mm -hmm. meaning they asked more than once. And so I was just thinking through it. I was like, wow, okay, so they begged and begged to be apart, meaning like they probably asked once, and I'm guessing their leader was like, oh, you guys have a lot. You You know what? We're good. I think we're okay. And they were like, no. We want to be a part of this. This is the spirit of our serve team as well. This is the spirit of this house. Man, you can't keep us away. We are going to unapologetically get in there and serve and go first. And I think too many times we have it as a checklist, like, hey, do you guys need any help? And and it's like, I think we got it. And we're like, thank goodness I asked. 
you know, check, I'm done. When it's like, no, no, we be- I want to be the kind of person who begs and begs. You can't keep me out of their room. So New Heart Church is known as the church that's just going to show up. Like, hey, we're, we're here to serve. So, so if we're going to ask. And then if you say no, well, we're coming anyway. So, so when I get there, you know, I'll just find a way and make it, you know, get it done. That's just the heart of our serve team. And I love that we see that already. This is straight from our pastor's heart that they've heard from heaven. We can see it in our church, but we're not done yet. There's other people who need to know. And I think we would be surprised at how many people are begging to be a part of this. And so we can't ask apologetically. We can't ask and say, like, would you maybe potentially have some time? No, no, no. Hey, we're going to be up here, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. This is how we we ask with confidence. We ask with strength. That kind of ask is what saved my life. That kind of ask is what changed my whole story. I was living in a different state when someone invited me to come to New Heart Church. It didn't make any sense. But that kind of bold, confident ask completely altered the course of my life and now here I am and I can't even it just literally does not make sense and so if there's anything that reminds me again and again and I think everybody in this room or listening to this could probably agree that like if you really look at your story somebody at some point asked you to be a part and then you said yes and you got in there and so yeah we're going to confidently ask but the kind of leaders we're building and raising need to know this is an honor and a privilege. And that's all they're going to see from us yeah. because that's what it is. Yeah. I, it, it's all, that's all of us. It's an honor. It's a privilege. Thank you. Yes. So I'm ready to be yeah. a part. I want to be in the room for this conversation. And then uh, the last thing that I think is pretty great is they begged and begged to be a part. Mm-hmm. They didn't beg to be like yeah. the star. Yeah. They didn't yeah. beg to be the leader. They didn't beg to be the one that was making all the decisions. They literally begged to be apart. And I think this is where we have to really do some digging in our own hearts. We have to invite God into this space because is it only comfortable, you, comfortable for you to be apart? Is it only a privilege for you to be apart if it's your idea? Yeah. Is it only a privilege for you to be a part of it? Is it only a privilege for you to be a part of it if it's like exactly what you want to do? Is it only a privilege for you to be a part of it when it's most convenient for your day? Is it only a privilege for you to be a part of it when it's really not that strenuous or that hard? Or is it only a privilege for you to be a part of it when it's something you like? The spirit of our church, man, we're owners. So, so if something, I'm, I'm ready, I'm all in. It doesn't matter if it's my special skill or if it's my yeah. gift or if it's, you know, no, 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 this is my house. So I'm ready to step in. It's not about the perfect conditions. It's not about, is this my decision or my team or am I the leader in this room? No, 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 I'm here to serve. I am here to help. It is a privilege for me to just be a part. The thing I'm a part of is much bigger than the part that I play. And that's in the heart of every single one of us. And so I think that's where we need to just double check our heart. And what's really important here, major key, is we can't do that on our own. And I just want to say that, like, this this moment, this opportunity really comes when you get before God and you say, God, like, I know this is my place. I think maybe some things in my heart have got out of line here. I'm more focused. It's become more about me. God, I need your help. Can you help me get this right? I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about your kingdom. I don't want it to be about what I want. I want it to be your vision. So God, can you help get this right in my spirit? Because I don't want it to keep me from being a part of what you're doing. This changes when we get in front of God and have those conversations. You can't muscle your way through this. You can't muscle your way through that checklist of like, this is an honor check. Um, I'm thankful to be here. Check. No, this comes from your spirit. This comes from your soul. This comes from your time with God. And so I just want to say that, you know, if, if, if this is something you, you need to look at in your heart, 
It starts with Jesus. It starts with time with God. It starts getting before him. It starts there. And from there, God can do things that we can't muscle our way through. God can help us get this lens right. God can help us get our focus right. Because this is a privilege. It is an honor. It is a gift. What we get to be a part of blows my mind every single day. And I remember... um, so I was reading through the scripture and thinking through this, this particular message. I was thinking about um, 2011 when I came here. And I remember what it felt like uh, when I walked in the room for the first time. You know, and I, I, I didn't know what I know now. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, like, I could feel it. Even yeah. then, yeah. I knew this was different. I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember being an intern and uh, learning from our pastors. And I remember hearing our culture for the first time. I remember hearing truth for the first time. And it just felt like puzzle pieces, you know, coming together that were like in me. It felt like, wow, God's, this is what I've been asking for and I didn't know it. This was the drink that I needed that I've been desperate for and I'm feeling refreshed for the first time. I remember what that felt like. I remember what it felt like to have pastors who were talking about the one and saying like, hey, we see everyone. We want everyone to know that their story matters. And I remember thinking like, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. I remember them calling out potential in my life and how it called me higher and how it, how it helped me step into what God wanted me to become. And I remember that I didn't know anything until I got right in the middle of this room in this atmosphere. And I just started listening. I started taking it in. And you know what I've been thinking through as I was reading this is like, man, this is our job now to do this for someone else. To take a moment to encourage this in someone else. It absolutely can change everything. And if you're thinking maybe not, no, there's no way. I'm telling you. Your story and my story tell us otherwise. Like someone took a moment to sit down with us and say, hey, you are needed. You're supposed to be part of this. This is an honor. And I'm looking at this room and I'm thinking about people listening online. And and you know this is an honor. And there's somebody in your world who needs to see that they're supposed to be here. And that's going to come from the way that we live. That's going to come from the way that we talk about what we get to be a part of. That thing stirs in an environment and invites somebody in to be a part. And I just wonder how many times this has become too normal to us you know we become too comfortable with this beautiful thing God has trusted us with and I don't know about y'all but I can feel it stirring in our church I was at worship night I was in that room and I could feel the desperation and I could feel people hungry for God's presence and I could feel that God's doing a stirring in this environment and this is something that I am not going to miss I'm going to be right there in the middle of it I'm going to be right there in the moment because this is an honor it's not about convenience it's not about the perfect temperature of the room it's not about no it's an honor honor to serve whatever it is whatever the cost it's an honor for me to be here it's an honor for me to be a part of it God is not done yet with his church God is not done yet with our city and this kind of heart and this kind of spirit is what changes not just New Heart Church it changes the city and it changes Oklahoma this kind of thing is what makes an impact this kind of heart is what makes a difference and so yes we're going to beg and we're going to beg for the privilege to be a part of what God has trusted us with and that's truly it God has trusted us with his church. He said, go into all the world, make disciples of all the nations. God has trusted us with his church to go and reach people, to go and tell people about it, to invite people into this thing that we know is an honor. And so we're not going to be apologetic about that. We're going to be bold about that. We're going to be confident in that. And we're going to keep going. We're not going to stop and we're not going to slow down. And when we get tired, we're going to get on our knees and we're going to pray. And we're going to remind ourselves again that this is an honor and this is what we get to be a part of. Because that's, this is, like, there's so many things in our world that fight for our attention. Right. 
Yeah. I'm not standing here thinking that like, you know, this is always easy all the time. I've, you know, seasons of life change. I know now because I have a daughter and she's two and a half and crazy. Like, <laughs> things just never stop changing and my house is never not a little messy. Yep. And, you know, but none of those things have an impact on what God wants to use me for. That's right. And so just taking a moment to realize, like, all these pieces of our life, all these things that come, the culture we live in right now, yeah. it still needs us to rise up. Yeah to be the church in the world and to not let the inconveniences take control, but to remember that our calling takes control. Yes. Who, who we're called to be has control. God, yes. God has control over my life. God has control over what I'm doing. Um, and so we're going to beg and we're going to beg for the privilege. And that's the kind of leaders we're going to keep cultivating and raising here at our church. That's our heart. And so uh, I'm just going to pray really quick. Um, Lord, thank you so much that we have a moment just to get into your word. God, I just pray right now that you would remind us again that this is a privilege. God, that you would remind us again that it's not about us. God, that you would remind us again that you have so much more in mind than we could ever ask, hope for, or imagine. And so, Lord, I just pray, God, that you would just remind us that this is an honor. God, that you would remind us to see like you see, that you would help us to see like you see, that you would help us to remember, God, that in every single moment, you're doing something behind the scenes, and it's just an honor to be a part of it. It's an honor that you would use us. God, I'm just so grateful that your grace has saved every single one of us, Lord, and that, and that we get to be here in this moment. And God, I just pray that you would continue to stir in our church, that you would continue to bring revival, God, that you would continue to heal and restore. And I pray, God, that you would use our leaders, our serve team, this church, God, to keep reaching more people. And I pray that when people come near anyone on our team or come near this building, God, that they would feel just the spirit of this house as it's an honor. We're so grateful to be a part of it. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.